please don't tell me this is another shout-out for a podcast. Oh, my God. Which one is this? The Worst Little Podcast. Of course, The Worst Little Podcast. (laughs) Do I ever get the shout-out to Rogan? No. I get the shout-out to The Worst Little Podcast. Jesus Christ. (sighs) All right. Let's do this. Hey, hey, Worst Little Podcast. It's Jeff Anderson from Clerks, and uh, I understand you guys are celebrating your 15th year. 15th year, really? The worst little pot? 15 no, years? Jeff, that's 13. Oh, all right. So they were doing fucking podcasts when you talked into a soup can with a string, right? <laughs> so for 15, they've been doing this 15 years. They should have like fucking 47,000 million fucking followers. How many do they have? Zero. Oh, yeah. You don't know, right? All right. Thank you, Jeff. Let's try this again. Sorry. I'll. Whoa. 15. Hey, what's up, uh, Worst Little Podcast? You guys are celebrating 15 years and five and, and 500 episodes. 500, really? <laughs> All right, let's start again. Let's start again. I mean, 500 episodes. They, I bet they don't even have fucking 500 subscribers, these guys. He's so right. <laughs> hey, what's up, Little Podcast? <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, what's up? Worst little podcast. Funny guys. Uh, hey, <laughs> 15 years and 500 episodes. Look at you guys smoking along. You guys are the three-time winner of... Three-time winner of what? Three-time winner of local, po- local podcast for where? Oh, Northern Nevada. <laughs> That's Nevada. You know, I came in third. I don't even have a podcast. Three years I came in third. No podcast. Never even listened to a fucking podcast. <sighs> All right. I'll get this one. <clears throat> hey, what's up, man? Worst little podcast. Celebrating 15 years and your 500th episode. Nice. Three-time winner of uh, the local podcast and uh, for the Reno News? Dude, that is amazing. So listen, I just want to say congratulations uh, to you, Rory and Nick and Kim, uh, Rick and Ian and Anna and Chewy. Fucking no wonder they win. Half the town is fucking hosting this podcast. Yeah, I mean, come on. Is there anybody else I left out? Let's see. We got Chewy. How about Han? How about fucking Leia? Jesus Christmas, Nick, Rory, Anna. What in the fuck? How How do these people find me? Why do I have to do this? Oh, Christ. All right, let's just cut a quick one. Can we? Can we just do something quick here? I... Fucking St. Patrick's Day. I got green shit to get to. (laughs) Hey, guys. It's Jeff Anderson from the Movie Clerks. Congratulations to the worst ever podcast that I've ever listened to. You're celebrating 15 episodes, and there's like 500 of you that host it. All right? There you go. Keep on on rocking the real world. (laughs) All right. So you got me. I got a little fucking marble in there. Only kidding, guys. Congratulations. Podcasting is not easy, especially when you have assholes like me who you asked to be on your podcast and I never, ever fucking do them. So congratulations to you. I was making fun of you, but hey, man, podcasting's not easy work and uh, yeah, you do have 37 hosts. 
<laughs> so I'm sure you'll be fine. Uh, all right, guys, congratulations. I, I, I've never listened to a podcast in my life. I couldn't fucking tell you a thing about him. So have a good one. Bye. It's nice to finally hear from someone who really gets it. What yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, today's guests, Split Persona. Except to grab all the kicks we can. To 
contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Uncle Nick. Podcasting live from the recent past in the Dogwater Studios in a very cold Reno, Nevada. It's the worst little podcast. And I am your host, Nick Ramirez, along with my fellow hosts, Anna Mouse, Dogwater Dick, Ian with the laugh, and Pongo the dog. Also joining us today are uh, some young lads who are tearing it up in Reno, Split Persona. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. Thank you very much. <clears throat> wow. Here we are. Yeah, another, another week. Monday. Yeah. Yeah, you can lower those down if okay. you guys want to talk. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't want to interrupt. You have to mime everything. Yep. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> so, right on. Um, let me think. Uh, was there any big events this weekend that happened that we need to talk about? Uh, hmm. I don't really think so. I had practice on Sunday. I didn't have much music, had lots of baby stuff. My daughter is tearing it up um, as far as speech and oh, and awesome. numbers and letters and colors and shapes and all that shit. So get it, girl. Yeah. All right, Polly. Yeah, um, I mean, the last rad thing I did was I went to the 15th anniversary Grimtone show, uh, where, ooh, which oh, you played at, so Nick. Um, but yeah, that's the last thing I did. It was anything special. That was a fun show. Really good. Yeah. Really, if you like today, we were guitar heavy. Really good guitarist. Mm-hmm. There were oh, some good you. guitarists that night. Oh yeah! Oh, I bet. Especially Will Schamberger band and Grimtones. Like, oh, those guys just mm-hmm. fucking shred. Fucking love yeah, Will Schamberger. Shredders. I think uh, you know, like Steve was all intimidated too. He's like, I don't want to <laughs> play with these. I'm all, dude, you rip. You're good. Yeah. Like he has his own style, but it's yeah it, up there. It, yeah, yeah. It's just you know, it's not the way that they play, and that's yeah. you know, you gotta he remo- doesn't Van Halen that shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not Steve at all. Nah. Steve's rad. He's always commenting on my kicks. I'm like, yeah, they are cool things. Your shoes? <laughs> you do wear rad shoes. <laughs> nice. No, but you guys did so great. I'm still in love with Roxy Collie. I'm just daydreaming about the next time I get to see you guys play. <laughs> awesome. Well, you can come and help engineer. Um, we're going to be here at the end of the month recording. Oh. For, what is it? The last weekend or close to the last weekend? Fucking sweet. Month, so. What do you think about that, Dick Spagnola? I can't fucking <laughs> wait. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> can I be there? Uh, oh, yeah, if they want you to be there. Hell, yeah. It's but then on. you're going to find out what they're all really like. It's not <laughs> pretty. Michelle Bell hung out it's last time. Right on. Yeah, that's right. Sesh. It was pretty cool. Uh, kind of a party. It's I'm a excited for this album, too. We got six songs down. and uh, Or not down, down, but, you know, ready. And then we got to put a few more, and then maybe we'll put out a record. Nice. Right uh, on. But um, Anyway. So much we, fun. We've got a band. Yeah. Hey, split persona. persona. What's going on? How was your What's weekend? Up? It was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, this was our first Reno house show that we've done in probably three years. Oh, we did man. it on Saturday. It was insane. It was like this benefit show for lymph node cancer. And oh, wow. From what I heard cancer. at the end of the night, we raised over like $1,000. For, for childhood cancer? Yeah, like, that's good nice. call for badass. one night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially for a house show. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's some fucking money. I think money. it's funny. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen shows that we've played at like, re- like big venues. That mm. were organized less than a house show that yeah. played over the weekend, which was insane. They were like checking bags, like TSA. Yeah, no, they were giving people crazy. wristbands and everything. What yeah, were they was worried a- was going to get snuck in? 
Probably straps. Probably guns. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Uh, it, something worse than that. Someone, did the crowd have that kind of vibe? No, not at all. I didn't uh, get that vibe at all. But I mean, I think they were just doing be it for better safe than sorry. I yeah. Suppose. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was a frat house. It was a frat oh, house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, but on. let's go ahead and introduce uh, yourselves so that we uh, have some names and voices connected together. And what instrument do you play? Absolutely. I'm yeah, Xander, right and I play guitar, and I do lead vocals in the bands. I am Brogan. I play lead guitar and sing backing vocals. Bass. I am Jacob Rubin, and I play bass. I am Mike Patterson, and I play drums. Fuck yeah, he does. And also joining us today... My hello, my name is Anthony. I am the manager, and whatever the fuck these guys need me to do, I'm here. Yeah. I he's like, no, he's like carries our, my base. He's our day to day man. I'm telling you though, but the best manager at this stage in the game is a manager who's basically half roadie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yep. That's Anthony. He's our boy. That's our guy. Yeah, I think is this the first time we've ever had a manager on the show Maybe. with a band? I think and so. It's happened be before. How's it's it? happened before. Do you remember that time when um oh 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 who was the who was the the that awesome trans singer that that did all the crazy oh, that's really right. dirty raps? Uh, yeah, that's oh, right. God. And she those raps cool were so dirty. Yeah. Oh, oh Jade. Oh. It was Jade. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That was fucking rad. Um but yeah, but she brought her manager. That's yeah, right. I think cool. her manager was her bodyguard. You know, that's cool. <laughs> he was manager slash bodyguard. I'm pretty that's much Anthony as well. Yeah, Anthony yeah. looks like that too. He's got his arms crossed right now. Yeah, he's ready. Hosted. Yeah. I got my hey, work boots on. I'm here to kick shins. Yeah. And <laughs> better watch yourself, best. Anna. Just, well, He's, nobody yeah. got search coming to this place. Paint. <laughs> Anthony Sosa, certified pit viper. <laughs> <laughs> I came to finger paint and fuck, and I'm all out of paint. Damn. And that's why he's our manager. I think it might be an Anthony Sosa original, Rick. <laughs> uh, so, awesome. uh, when did you guys get together? How long have you guys been doing this thing? Oh, dude. I mean, Split Persona. Coming along four years? Yeah, officially yeah. going on four years. Um, but I've been writing music since probably 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started we playing all guitar. Just and kind of fell into place. Yep. Only because of me. I'm the only alien in the band, I'm the only one that's not from here. So right. where, I, are where are you from? I was born in Florida, and my dad was no in the Coast Guard. Shit. He served, I think, 21 years. And uh, we moved all over the place. We lived in Florida first, and then we lived in L.A., and then we went back to Florida, or like more specifically Orange County. We were not <laughs> built up enough to live in L.A. But well, we lived in Orange County, and then we went back to Florida, and then we moved up to South Carolina for a couple years and lived in Charleston, which was really fun. And then my dad got a job in Truckee being the security at a... I don't want to name them by name, but a big community where a lot of richer people live. Fair. Right. We got to guard them and hang out with them for a while. And we lived there for three years, but we all just, we all kind of suffered in Truckee a little bit, mainly because it was just, it was always snowing and there was never like a sun out. Yeah. And there was not a lot to do for me. I mean, I was, it was either mountain biking, skiing, or sitting at home playing guitar. And that's why, that's where I grinded out most of my learning was in Truckee. Like, I just learned for three years straight, just had no friends, stayed home, played guitar. And that, that was enough for me. I mean, I wouldn't be here. So that's, it was all Guitar Guitar's a good friend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Treats you well, especially. They're the best of friends in the darkest They don't judge you. Yeah, they don't judge you in seventh and eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They don't judge you when you can't control things. Exactly. You have no idea, like, how to go outside as yeah. an adult. So, yeah, I lived there for three and a half years, and then I moved up to Reno. And when Now, I, is this when you moved out, or, your parents, or did your parents and everybody move here? No, I, I moved up here junior year, so everybody moved up here. And okay. it was all for, you know, the betterment of everybody's mental state, because we were all just going crazy and trucky living in that tiny little house that we were living in. So. 
So went up to Reno and we got a little bit of a bigger house and started renting as we always do and lived there for uh, since since then, since 2019, beginning of 2019. So um, I met the band and formed the band same year. So I started writing the music when I was in Truckee, songs like Stay Away and Melted Clocks and Keep It. Strawberries wasn't really there yet, um, mainly because I wasn't in Reno yet <laughs> to, to tell that story, which I'll tell later. But um, and you know, all us three, just like the, a bunch of the EP stuff, you know, mm. that was all being written back in Truckee, and just that was me in my room, probably the size of this room, which is you know, this is this for a bedroom, you know, with a drum set and <laughs> all my amps and whatever. It was it was kind of crazy. So I you know set up you know I recorded my drums with like one mic and just did all the demos playing all the instruments because I just I didn't know anybody in Truckee that wanted to do rock. Everybody was really jazz and big band out there. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna blast. Foo Fighters at full volume, and I'm just going to play in my room for <laughs> years and just see what happens. And that's when I started writing music. And uh, when I moved up to Reno, it was like I was just looking for the people to form the band, and I knew it was a bigger city, you know, than Truckee. It was a lot bigger. So when I started going to Innovations, that's when I met Jacob, and I'm sure he can... Jacob, what was your first impression of me? Uh... I was like, oh, this guy's pretty good at guitar. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> what a show off. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was coming. Because, I mean, Jacob, I'm sure you could fill him in. At Innovations, we had um, the daily. There's we, this uh, every Friday towards yep. the end of the day, back at the time. It's not like this anymore. Uh, you'd have the opportunity to perform. Uh, that's where I kind of grinded my teeth and. Uh, Xander started his like mostly a lot you know uh, he'd show up with his little blue I believe a blue Dave Grohl guitar and no. with his wireless <laughs> and his little, uh, little yep. stage monitor that he used as an amp and he's like alright and he's running down the, uh, yeah, the multi-purpose room just back and forth between the chairs <laughs> yeah and you know what song I was playing Jacob I was playing Plug In Baby by Muse I did that <laughs> for our kick out and I had the track playing behind me and at the end I don't know if you remember me saying it but hey I'm new here does anybody want to start a band and then I just hopped off stage and th- I think we were talking about starting a band but you were in a different band at the time and I just started networking with everybody and that's how I met Mike Mike you want to take control of this story Mike what do you think of Xander oh, okay <laughs> I didn't know that's where we were going. Sorry. I will tell you my first impression. So initially, um, I used to be in like a reggae ska punk band called Saw the Sun. Oh. Um, and um, oh, let me see. Uh, through mutual <laughs> friends, um, Xander was Xander's name was brought up uh, initially as a musician. He wasn't interested in doing reggae or ska punk or at anything like that at the time. Um, now it sounds cool. But then um, the offer for photography came up. And I remember we were playing at the Virginia Street Brew House and main stage. Um, I remember um, the bass player was like, hey, let's go meet Xander outside. I was like, cool. I can't wait to meet this dude. And I see him and I'm like, he's a fucking kid. <laughs> yeah. He's 15, man. But um, we went to the green room downstairs and um, we were just kind of jamming along, passing uh, one of the guitars. And Xander said, hey, let me see that real quick. And he starts cranking out like. Old Metallica songs, Four Horsemen, Battery, things oh, yeah. like that. Oh, nice. And we were sitting there like, oh, shit, this guy can shred. Eh. Eh. Shut, eh. shut up. <laughs> shut up, Sandra. <laughs> so full of it. I was just having fun. I mean, you guys, we were all playing like Metallica songs, and Mike was like, I love Metallica. And I was like, me too. And we just started going back and forth playing riffs. Do and we talk about what Innovations is? Like, Yeah, Innovations was 
literally, I wouldn't have a college or college. I wouldn't have a high school degree if it wasn't for innovations. Because at every, you know, I would say typical high school, it's Mm -hmm. like you walk in, you get your grades, you know, you're going to class and whatever. But for innovations, it was like they would help you with your academics, but also give you time to pursue whatever talent or craft that you were trying to work for. And a lot of people there, it was music and or, you know, drama or writing. It was just a lot of different creative art. Mm -hmm. And music was the big one for me. So when I started going there and I, you know, did a shadow day at the school, walked around and got Mm -hmm. to see it. There's a music studio across the street to record music and learn music. And I was just blown away by all of it. I was like, what do you, so how much do I have to pay to get into this school? And they were like, it's a public school. You just, you just start, you know, next trimester. Yeah. And I was like, great. So I, you know, I wouldn't have a high school degree if it wasn't for them because they helped me you know, pursue at least what I needed to get done for high school mm-hmm. to get a degree. And then, you know, they let me continue to work on my craft and meet these dudes. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. That's, so, yeah. So you all met great. at that place. You were all there? Uh, me Almost. and Sanders. Yeah, it was just me and Jacob. Mike. Logan and Mike went to Spanish Springs High School. We did. Um, I, so... This is broken now, right? Yeah, this is the this is the broken this is the broken story. <laughs> the brokening, <laughs> the broken hour. Yeah. <laughs> um. So at Spanish Springs, this is actually the first band I've ever been in. Yep. Um. Because when I, uh, before before this, I was I was playing football and I was playing lacrosse and I was doing powerlifting, just immersing myself in athletics. Jockverse. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, um, got some, got some head injuries. Couldn't, couldn't really mm. play those sports anymore. Didn't you get um, like two concussions? I got two concussions <laughs> over Dude. like a month and a half, two months. Yeah, they stopped letting you play it. That That's bad. bad. <laughs> and then after that, I, I think I was in choir with our, our first, uh, the guy who was playing bass before Jacob and we, we had a class together and one day, like we had nothing to do, so I took one of the school loner guitars and I was just I was jamming. I don't even remember what I was playing. Um but it was probably like Layla. No, it was probably like Green Day. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> there you go. Um, wasn't at the Clapton level yet. No, I still was. I just was on a Green Day <laughs> kick. It's like, hold on. <laughs> don't get it twisted. <laughs> um but and like a week later, uh Darren uh, as he is named. that's his name that's his name (laughs) was gonna avoid it but oh well Um, i mean if you want it we can we can beep it out but (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh he approached me and was like hey i've got this this new band kind of in the works do you want to do you want to come by over you know fall break and give it a go i was like yeah sure i mean i don't really have anything else going on anymore and i i showed up to to xander's house on a on a Wednesday, some random Wednesday in October, and um, I brought I brought everything, even though I didn't need to. He's got his giant pedal board. Yeah, man. <laughs> giant I mean, pedal board. With I didn't even have a pedal board at that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was going straight in. An acoustic cab. Oh yeah, oh, I was man. running. I was running a. A Hughes and Kettner Tubemeister 20 through an acoustic 4x12. It sounded like it was running through DI. It was, <laughs> it was so bad. No cab sim necessary. Oh. Just uh, dime bag tones. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, the first song I cranked out in front of Xander was Panama, and that sealed the deal. 
That's the uh, reason. Yeah, you know, that, that's the reason I picked up guitar, dude. Was my dad put? We were watching the movie Whiplash. If you've ever seen that jazz mm-hmm. drumming movie, mm-hmm. it's so cool. And there's that big drum solo at the end, it's like ten minutes long. My dad was like, "If you think that's fucking cool, he goes check this shit out." And he puts on uh, Alex Van Halen shredding a, like a thirteen minute drum solo at like I think it was Live Without a Net was the concert. It was the one with Sammy Hagar. And I was like, that's so crazy. And I had an electronic drum set upstairs. So I was like, man, I'm going to start going to learn this. And he goes, hold on. Let me show you Eddie Van Halen. And he puts on, <laughs> and I've been listening to Van Halen my whole life. You know, I was raised on Van Halen, ACDC, Metallica, you name it, Fleetwood Mac, everything. So I knew a lot of Van Halen, but I didn't really know Van Halen. I just mm. kind of had heard yeah. of everything. So he puts on Eddie shredding eruption. And it was the first time I've ever heard a guitar sound like a violin. Mm. Um, I sound like a video game. <laughs> sound like so many different unheard things that would come out of a guitar. Sound and like a lion at one point. Yeah, a lion, an elephant, a bunch of animals. Horse, I'm like, how the fuck is he doing this? Shit. And I just, it, it, my brain exploded. It almost felt like I was just like, I need to learn how he does this. Mm. You know, I need to discover how he makes these sounds. And that's how I picked up guitar. So he walks in the room and he, the first thing he plays is fucking Panama. And I'm like, this is the guy. This is the guy. Brad. He, he you has guys a good have taste. chemistry, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, just, eat, just yeah. like socially, you have Bros. chemistry. And then musically, you have chemistry. Yeah. Right. Speaking of that musical chemistry, uh, why don't we get a song from you guys? All right. That's a fun sound, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about that later. That's a fun pedal. Yeah, All that, right. that pedal was $600. <laughs> it was actually seven. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike, count it in whenever you're ready.
Fuck yeah. <laughs> Bit of a shredder. <laughs> you guys uh, sound like you're ready for uh, commercial rock radio right now. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Thank you. I I remember, okay, one time Dooley got to play with you. I think it was Dooley. Yeah, Dooley, we played with you, and I got to watch one of your sets. Yeah. You guys were fucking electric on fire. You got It was a pretty small room, but even that, you got the whole room to get up, come closer to the stage, fucking rock out with you guys. Um, did you, were you returning from a tour or something? Because it seemed like you were fucking polished, like with your act and everything. Um, it depends on which one. I was think it on Alturas? Yeah, yeah, it was. That was I, like March of last year, wasn't it? Was that that yeah. far? Oh, oh so it was after oh, our first little run. Yeah. yeah, that was actually after our first tour that we've okay. ever done. And that tour was four dates long. And we did, the first date that we did was in San Francisco. And what's funny is I have a, a little bit of a story for that one. Cool. So it was, you know, pandemic had ended already, you know, yeah. end of 2021. Everybody was finally starting to get back out and do stuff. And the venue that we booked, it was at the end of, I think it was in December when we booked all of this, you know, stuff. And the people that booked us for this show at the venue, which I will shout out by name because we should still play there. I'd love to play there again, but it's called The Depot and it's inside of San Francisco College. So this big college place and the student body at the time booked us. And over Christmas break, the entire staff changed. So they had no idea we were supposed to go and play. So maybe a week before we left for this tour, the owner, I, we're reaching out. We're not getting responses. So, you know, we're all freaking out. And I reach out to him. Finally, we get a response. And it's like, hey, just so you know, we can't do it. Um, we had no idea we were actually planning. So sucks to suck. And we were like, no, we want to go. Like, we, we were excited to go. So I negotiate with this guy on the phone. And he's like, listen, it's too late to book a show, you know, to get people to actually show up, like too late to promote it. So let's do a live lockdown like session where you guys will come into the big room, which is this big, you know, auditorium style room and record a set that we'll put out to our students, you know, and whatever. And we'll still pay you so you have gas money to get home. And I was like, great. You know, that works. So that was the first show that we did. It was a virtual show. It was for like four people, you know, the people that were filming. And then after that, we went all the way down to Palmdale to do Transplants Brewery. And that place was fucking awesome. And I think it would have been more awesome if there were more people. Because, <laughs> man, it's such a big, you know, it's weird. What day did it you was go? A, it was a Saturday, I think, or a That was a Friday. It was a Friday? Wow. It would have been better if everyone, everyone was on the family. restaurant side. Yeah, everybody was over in the restaurant, like eating the food and whatever. Right. And then we're on the venue side, which, by the way, it's a fucking warehouse. And it's got so much cool art in it. Like, it was one of my favorite venues we've they, ever visited. And I think the reason that no one was coming in from the restaurant side is because they were making people pay like for tickets. $15 yeah. to see us, which was we find ridiculous. You know, we don't think anybody It was just one band? No, it was us with like three other bands. So yeah. the other bands were playing whatever. So we pretty much played for the other bands. And by the way, the Nuke Proofs, I still listen to them. Those dudes are sick. Yeah. Um, they're I don't know where they're out of. I think they're out of Santa Cruz or something like that. But you can correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, yeah, we played that show. That was fun. And then after that, we go to San Luis Obispo for the first time. And I love Slow. Yeah, Woo! Slow has become a favorite for everybody. We all That's the name of the club, there. Slow? Uh, no, we just call it Slow. San Luis Obispo. San Luis Obispo. Oh. Abbreviated, yeah. <laughs> So um, 
when we went there, we were put up at this country club place. It was like a golf course oh. with like a little restaurant in it, whatever. And when we get there, we're like, okay, so where are we playing? He's like, hold on, let me go get the stage. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, let me go get the stage. So he comes out with like this fold out stage. And it's probably, I would say, the size of like a drum riser, like just a yeah. hold mic. And we all sardine on this tiny little stage. The dude shows up like 15 minutes before doors open. He's like, I got the PA. Let's set it up. So it's like all of it's like jacked together. And I remember the first two shows, we didn't really play to anybody. So we were like, all right, you know, this is going to be another one of those shows where we just fucking have fun and, you know, we're pretty much treated as rehearsal. Like we never, especially after the tour I'll talk about later, we do not care if anybody comes anymore. We just have fun. If five people show up, we're going to give them a show, mm -hmm. you know, and if, 1500 people show up we're gonna give them a show it doesn't matter so. has that happened oh plenty of times millions <laughs> I, I i could say millions that would be me exaggerating but a lot well, of times yeah um, but you know when we played this show is a little different so the venue owner comes up to me he's like i have nobody to run the door right now would you mind collecting people's money and <sighs> running the door and i was like where was anthony Anthony wasn't in the picture yet. Uh, he didn't, uh, he was I would have said you guys need a manager who can run the door. I know, right? The newest addition. So the band's kind of in this in this place, and they're watching the opening bands play. And I, all of a sudden, I'm working the door, and I'm watching like piles of people walk in, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, is, are they going to the golf course? Like, are all these college kids going to the golf course? Are they night? going to see us? No, they were going in there, and it packed up like." Probably ninety people within like fifteen minutes. Like yeah, shout out Couch Dog for yeah the, the Crooks, Couch sick. Dog. Um, what was the other band's name? Was that it? It was Crooks, Couch Dog, and uh, us. No, there was Purple Hibiscus. Purple That's Hibiscus. Right. Yeah, oh, they were they were a cover band guys. slow, and they went last. So we we come in and they're like, okay, you don't have to run the door anymore. Go play. And I was like, all right, cool. So I go in there and there's ninety people in front of us on this tiny yeah. little baby stage. And I take every opportunity I can as a front man to interact with the crowd as much as I can because I feel like if you're just standing at a concert watching people play, mm -hmm. there's no like what are you doing type of stuff, you know, like, right. like most people will just be kind of at a concert and enjoy the music, but it feels a little bit cooler if you feel like you're part of the show. So I, that's something I do as a front man. I want to make everybody feel like they're part of it and we're all one big band. So, mm -hmm. um, at this show, but in particular, I crowd surfed out and then I get my guitar and I have my wireless on. I, there's these people in the back that are just eating and sitting on their table and I get on top of the table nice. and I'm shredding this thing during one of our songs, Keep It. And then I get off the table and we come back on stage and finish it. But that show was insane. And after that show, we had one more, which was at... Um, Santa Cruz. Santa Urbani's Urbani Cellar. Cellar Room, which is probably some of the... It's probably like top three coolest venues we've ever played at. Despite the fact that no one was there twice. Yeah, we booked there twice. And <laughs> yeah. Nobody showed up twice. But you know what? The, the team there was so cool. And the venue itself, they have these big like fake clouds are all throughout. So when venue. you say great venue, you mean the ambiance. Oh, yes. the ambiance was great. The people are great. It was just like that always, that always does it for me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter if anybody comes. It's mm -hmm. like the interactions, the people I meet, the people we meet, the, you know, the music that we play. It's really, that's all that matters to me. But yeah, we played there. Oh, and I, then we. I kind of care if people show up. You kind of do. <laughs> I, I don't anymore, especially after our, our tour in August of last year. But well, you guys are playing great right now, and there's only five of us here. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> fun. You. That's all that's all matters, you know, that we're putting on a show for, and everybody <laughs> enjoys it. But um, <laughs> so I don't know if I've mentioned yet that we camped this entire tour. We didn't get one hotel room. Oh, wow. We did no, cost-cutting no measures. Any nope. floors? Nope. Mike's tents. Family's yeah. floors. 
Yeah, I, we stayed at... No, we didn't stay at We did not. Not at that no. tour. Not that oh, tour. Oh, okay. Next we're talking tour. about a different... Okay. But, uh, yeah, no, we camped the entire tour. What was the... Uh, <laughs> maybe... Is this why no one showed? What was the hygiene situation? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a lot worse on our second tour. The first tour, we were showering at the campsite, so I would only book campsites with a shower just to make sure we were all, like, squeaky clean. And then if, the, if there wasn't a shower available, we'd hit up a rest stop and do a shower. And I have to tell you... Rest stop showers are fucking awesome. They are the they're best showers you like, ever they are get. So clean, so clean. Oh. Number one, number two, best water pressure. I can never get that water pressure at home, and <laughs> all the soaps in like one thing. Like you're at an insane asylum. So that's awesome. You know, you don't have to pay for soap. You can just. But it always creeps me out that there's a glory hole. <laughs> I didn't see one. Thankfully, I didn't see one. I have yet to see one. I was on the other side. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> he was just waiting. All right. And that's how they but met yeah, their man. manager. I was just going to say that. Exactly. We just, we prioritize being able to save money and being able to have fun experiences instead of being like, well, yeah, we were at the Lahatan last night, you know, just some like random hotel. We were at the it, Hyatt. Yeah, you know, like, but Grand Theft Waffle. There was a place. Oh, dude, we'll talk about that. Where we stole free breakfast at a hotel when we were on our second tour. Oh, that was beautiful. That was a fun time. That felt like I was, Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible when we were stealing. <laughs> I don't think it was stealing. It was all free. No, yeah. we just walked we just, in. It was technically free. In. Yeah, we, we looked at the people. But for at the people front who desk were staying they... there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and we were not. We looked like we were staying the there. The price of admission <laughs> is like a $400 room. Right. Yeah. And we get in and we did Grand Theft Waffle, as Jacob likes to put it, which I think is funny. But... I, I want to. I don't know. That was fun. <laughs> Yeah, that was. And I think that's the part that, that we all take home is like we just made memories. Like it mm-hmm. didn't feel bland. It didn't feel like we, it was everything was DIY for us. You know, that's what we'll always remember our first like four to- show tour. And it was fucking badass. And then we had a two week tour. <laughs> that was like insane. That was too much. That was a shit show. That was a shit show for a little bit. I mean, well, tell, what, like, what was it like? Where, where were you, where'd you go? What place did you hit? Well, um, we were working with an agent at the time that I feel like. I feel like with agents specifically, what's the, more... the deal with you guys and agents? Yeah, <laughs> man, there's a lot of there's a lot of agent related <sighs> stories. Like there was a manager dude that we signed with out of Canada, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm gonna take your band, I'm gonna put your band on this TV show, and then whatever, just pay me sixteen hundred dollars for the contract." <laughs> and I'll I remember manage you one for time, a year. Yeah, one time on a video call, he was like. You guys ever want to go to Cambodia? Yeah, just some random country. You'd be like, you want to go to Cambodia? By the way, none of this was real. It was all a scam. So um, th- it's a complete ghost company. doesn't exist. Even though there's people that hop on calls with us, they're, they don't do anything, which I think is hilarious. So wow. that's what we found out later is that they're all in their own houses. Like They just run this scam constantly. It's always going. How did you um, find them or did, how did they find you? Uh, yeah, they just reached out to us. They were like, do you want to be, have you considered oh. management? And I, you know, of course, being in like 2019 the, or beginning of 2020, I was like, fuck yeah. Finally, <laughs> it happens, you know? Like... We put out one EP and I was like, oh my God, we got a record deal. This is awesome. You know, we're, <laughs> this is our dreams. So this dude, he's like, I want 1600 uh, to manage you for a year and you get to go on tour you get to do all this stuff and we'll pay we'll help you and all this we'll get you sponsors and all this shit and i took it out of my fucking car fund i was like all right you know i put you know, my parents uh and i put this car fund together and i took it out of that and we got nothing out of it for six months and that's when i was like okay we're not we're gonna cut this deal like we're done and he the most he gave us back as a refund was five hundred dollars so I was like, all right, well, there goes that. And that was like the first lesson we learned. And then we worked with someone else who it feels like 
you know, I'm going to look at it benefit of the doubt wise that this dude just had so he was overworking himself so much that he didn't have time for anybody. Uh-huh. So we asked this dude who, by the way, booked some of the shows on our first tour, which went really well. So we were like, let's work on a tour together. Let's do a full one because, that you know, he was a booking agent. That was mm-hmm. his job. So um, we I was like, let's do a two week tour. You know, we did. And by the way, before any of this happened, we were in, you know, somewhere between May and June, um, we started to go fund me for a van. So we'd be able to do a tour and we raised over $3,000 and we were so hyped. We were so happy. You know, everybody donated and we were just like, finally, we get to get our own vehicle. No idea that how to do that. You know, no idea that we had to register it, get insurance, you know, do all this, you know, you know, adulting stuff. Life sucks. Right. <laughs> you know, the ta- that's For the best real. takeaway. And uh, we got our van and it was a 1997 Dodge B3500 and it was named Booberry because it was purple. And that's nice. all of our favorite Halloween cereals, Booberry. So we named it Booberry. We started decorating it and, you know, <laughs> doing everything that we could with it. And the owner that sold me the van, he lived in it for like 15 years. He was like, dude, I lived in Colorado. I lived in the mountains. Like, this this will get you where it needs to go. I don't care if it has 196,000 miles. It'll get you where it needs to go. So I was like, great. So we start taking this van out. You know, we started easy with like going to Chico and back, which mm-hmm. is a three and a half hour drive. We started doing some house shows out there. And then, you know, this booking agent and I, we started booking stuff, you know, for a tour. And we were like, yeah, you know, let's go in August. You know, we'll all get the time off. We'll make it work. And we're watching. So we had this spreadsheet, right? And it was like all the dates and all the cities and whatever. And then it was like almost like a slot machine. You'd refresh it and all the cities would change. And then you'd refresh (laughs) it again and all the dates would change. And you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? What is he booking? You know, what's going on? And it's funny because there were some venues on there that he was booking for us that were like really like dream venues for us. Like I remember Mike, like 1924 Gilman. Oh, Gilman. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be a dream to play there. And then that one gets wiped, you know? And so eventually it folds up to be from Bremerton, Washington, all the way down to Los Angeles. You know, I think okay. it was 12 shows and a couple days off in between, you know, certain ones. And some of the cities that he put, picked on this tour were Eureka, California, um, Redding, California, Anderson, California, Anderson, California, Modesto. Close. Um, <laughs> Fresno. <laughs> Fresno. That right. didn't happen. Yeah. That never happened. We yeah, still we owe never, Fresno a yeah, show. We never made it. So this is how this tour went. So we're camping every day. You know, this was all camping stuff. We never, you know, my parents were generous enough to get us like one hotel room. And then, you know, Mike's parents got us a hotel room when we were in L.A. We never got to use it, though. So I'll get to that. Um, oh. You know, there's there's a lot. I could go into really like every story that we had on but that tour. But we'd be here forever. Just give there's us just a couple so... of the best ones. Oh, uh, you want the best one? Oh, I'll give you. Yeah. So uh, when when we were in Bremerton, Washington, we were supposed to stay with a cousin of mine and he bailed on me last minute. And I don't, I don't resent him for it. Last minute, he just wasn't responding. Apparently, there was some family shit. So I was like, all right, I'll book us another campsite. And I find this one, and it's the goat farm, you know, site <laughs> or something so like tight. that. That could be fun. That time. could be yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah I was, was like, oh, I, was I thought like, you meant an actual goat farm. No, it was a legit goat farm. It that was. could be fun. Yeah, that was, I was the one like, with the llama, right? Yep, Franklin okay. the llama. Well, yeah, his name so, was Clyde, but Franklin. Yeah, yeah so we'll get. Does the llama know he's at a goat farm? Yes. Okay, so, so it was a farm for a bunch of different animals. But I think it's funny because we've camped at a farm before, you know, just booking these campsites through a website called Hip Camp. You know, I, the owners of the land just put up their site to rent for the night like Airbnb. So um, I rented this place. It was like called the Goat Getaway or something, something funny like that. And we show up after the show. We show up at like two in the morning. And first of all, we pulled into the wrong farm. And the dudes come out with flashlights and like, where are you? And we're like, what? we what, don't know. What was the other farm? Were they like... It was just like a couple farms down the road. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Imagine you're in the farmed. middle of bumfuck nowhere. Yeah, we're in the middle, middle of nowhere. Because if it was chickens, it's a ranch, not a farm. That's true. 
plotty fucking dog. Jesus, Rick. What are you talking about? Well, there about? was some chickens. Yeah. They gave one some salami. Yeah, the salami chickens. Yeah, so, Instead of the goat farm. So, you idiot. so all these campsites, right, they have their like own little directions. Like when you pull in, you're going to you're going to see this, you know, this is landmark or whatever, and you're going to park here, park at whatever site. So, um, they, the landmark was a, a fucking alpaca. And they were like, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to have to open the gate when you get here. Here's the pin pad. And then you're going to see an alpaca and you'll know when you're in the right farm. Don't let them out. Yeah. Don't let them out. Make sure to close the gate. <laughs> so we drive in and I'm directing Mike and I back up into this tree. I don't know if you remember this, but I'm backing up into this tree and I'm like all the way in it just so he can back out and go through this gate. And I look behind me and there's a fucking chicken shoulder link right next to me. And he just goes. I was like, I "I don't know where we are, but this is so cool. And we see this giant black alpaca just roaming around and whatever. And we park our van. And they were like, park wherever. So we park on this farmland, set up the tent. We sleep. In the morning, though, Brogan and Jacob wake up to goats peering in the tent. One walked in. One literally walked into the tent. I opened my eyes and was face to face with a goat. (laughs) (laughs) And I had no idea what was going on. And what's funny is in another city, I woke up face to face with a fucking turkey. (laughs) Oh, wow. That was another farm we slept on. Oh, that was outside of Hayward, right? Yeah, that was a farm outside of Hayward. That was fucking awesome. It was like, it it was like a church, uh, it was like a church thing. I think it was like a, pastor group oh it was it was some youth yeah because yeah. yeah we wake up and they're all like barbecuing in the morning which I thought they was helped awesome. us get our uh, little trailer yeah that was, they, helped that was cool. they helped us with our trailer it was like 30 yeah, people was awesome. they're like that's a whole right. other story but yeah we're anyway. all wearing matching t-shirts yeah we stayed oh, on this farm and yeah. i remember one significant very funny moment is there were these cats running around like these farm cats right and jacob loves cats like he has a cat at home he's he's a cat guy and i come out of the shower to him with a garage band open. He's playing the fucking Urhu. Like this instrument. It's like a Chinese instrument. He's playing it with his hands <laughs> with the cats. He's like, I'm speaking to them. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Well, no, listen. I, and then the cat went on like the top of this roof thing and I was <laughs> trying to like get it down uh, with a piece of salami. And then the homeowners get home and they're like, oh, they're outside cats. It doesn't matter. I was like, oh. Yeah, he's like playing okay. this fucking. Well, my cat comes to it. Like, if I start playing it, she comes, (laughs) she stops what she's doing, and she runs all the way around to me. Uh, I had a cat that did that with the bong. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. That cat knows what's up. She's no longer Uh. with us. (laughs) Uh, Another significant moment I can remember was staying in Eureka. That was wild. So when we drove up to Eureka, there was a huge, like, forest fire that was going on. Mm. So we're driving through, like, Redding and all these different places, and it's like completely murky smoky out like you can't see anything brogan's driving on the side of a mountain like no guardrail nothing if you go off the mountain you're dead so mm-hmm. he's driving and he's like <laughs> like one no thing... one fucking talk to me let me focus yeah let me focus so i think the funniest part is about about our van is that the steering wheel is super loose so you'd have oh, to over God. you have to basically drive oh, like you're in a cartoon like, that. Er, er, slack er. yeah yeah it sucked so we get to Eureka, and I, I was like, guys, we're going to be on the coast. Like, I'm going to be able to touch the coast of Eureka, and then go when we're down in L.A., touch the beach in L.A. Like, I think that's pretty cool. But we had no idea how cool Eureka and Arcata are. They're so cool. I would so go back in a heartbeat. That was tight. And the place that we played, there was this guy. Can you remember his name? Gonzo? Gonzo. Yeah, there was this guy named Gonzo. And we were talking to a band in Portland when we were traveling through. They were like, if you go to Eureka and you play the siren song, ask for Gonzo. So we were like, okay. So we get up there. We're like, who's Gonzo? And it was the fucking sound guy. He's like, I'm Gonzo. What's up, man? And he plays this. Do you guys remember? It was a hand drum. Djembe. Djembe. Yeah, it was a super... 
dope mm-hmm. hand drum, and he's just fucking riffing on it. But there's a lot of Jim Bays in Eureka, if you know what I'm saying. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was also a moment. A lot of uh, weed there too. Yeah, <laughs> he a gave, lot, which was surprising. But um, while we were while we were there, we went to the coast and we're watching like the fish like swim by and whatever. And then all of a sudden, we see a fucking wave of jellyfish. Like they're Whoa. just going around. And have you ever seen I a lo- jellyfish live? I, I lost my mind. Yeah, I, I know. Like I haven't I, seen one in the ocean. Before. I love seen jellyfish. Like I compare myself to a jellyfish. Like the way I go through life, you know, <laughs> floating. just like floating. Yeah, you say that a lot. They I'm just, a, je- I'm just a jellyfish. I'm just a jellyfish. Yeah, I'm just floating. Uh, so seeing one up close, I Sick. I didn't I didn't know how to act. Yeah, I wanted to touch it. I remember. Yeah. There's a video on it's our Instagram. Advice. If you go all the way back to last year, there's a video of me summoning a jellyfish because I just kind of Aquaman. Yeah, style. I was watching like their patterns as they were popping up. So I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. and then one would pop up. And I was like, fuck yeah. So so that was really cool. And uh, uh, we stayed at this place. Uh, can you, was it the Cowgirl Kitchen? Was that the name of it? I feel like that sounds the familiar. What? Oh, it the was, giant tent? Yes. So we nice. booked out this place, and it wasn't a campsite, but it was a giant like tent. Hmm. And it was lo- looked like they would do, I don't know. It looked like a Himalayan like yurt. I don't know. Mm. but I think that's what you called it. Yeah, yurt. Yeah. yeah, it was like we're staying in a yurt. So we're staying in this tent. It's also on a farm. Bunch of goats, bunch of chickens, cows, everything. And it almost looked like Lord of the Rings when you'd wake up in the morning because you'd see the fog rolling over mm. these hills and then you'd see the ocean. It like like Hobbit Hobbit town. Yeah, man. It looked like you were in Ireland. It so was really beautiful. weird. Can man. I just say shout out to Xander for being our gourmet chef the whole time? Yeah, yeah. I cooked for everybody. Oh, I my cooked God. All the camping food and all. Well, it wasn't camping food. We just made like SpaghettiOs and all of your Chicken own volition too. I yeah. offered to cook like three separate times. I just love to cook, man. That's like a second. That's like a side hobby. I love cooking. I love cooking for people, especially. So, so yeah, I cooked Southern the entire boy. tour. Well, we're boy. all hungry. So. Sometimes for uh, breakfast, yeah. when this typically, is over. it was. I was uh, about to say, yeah, the best meal that I made was those quesadillas, man. I did oh, this, God. Yeah, I did like taquito filling inside of a quesadilla. Oh, it was nice. crazy, dude. It went insane. Our and that was that was there. <laughs> So so yeah, we had a lot of fun on that tour. We have a lot of memories camping and having fun. But I now think the most now now for the most memorable. Yeah, story. I'm gonna have to tell it. So well, wait before you do that, how many songs do you have for us? Yeah, um, we, we got we're gonna run out of fucking time. Oh yeah. man, I want to hear some music. Much. All right, yeah, so I mean, but I want to hear the best story two after more this songs next song. and then the best story. Yeah, all right, let's do, do two more. Yeah, if you guys want to do two back to back, we can just go straight through them. Fuck yeah! All right, which ones? Let's do do it again first, and then we'll cross the other bridge when we get there. Just while they're getting set up, we got some dead air to fill. Uh, there is something that Kim wanted us to plug. She's unfortunately not here. She's not feeling well, but. Aww. She is having her 40th birthday, and uh, they are combining it with a benefit show. It's going to be uh, on April 19th. It's a Wednesday. Uh, but the lineup is Kelly Proud, Josiah, uh, Rigorous Proof, and Grime Dog. Shit, that's oh, yeah. fucking so rad. So it's going to be a great show. Come on out. It's helping to support um, the Family Soup Mutual Aid. So come on out. Celebrate Kim's 40th birthday with us and uh, support a great cause. Cadillac Kim's cool as fuck. Thank you. 
Triangle solo. <laughs> That's what I wish. <laughs> this is an oldie for us called Strawberries. Red white on my tongue. Reality changed into useless space. Fall to the void. Takes me away to a very special place Deforming my face The road moves on my own legs In fear that it's laced 
Okay. Sweet. Fuck. Sweet. <laughs> that was the coolest ending. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, you're virgins here. So, Rick, please give me some of that music. As you wish, Uncle Nick. Thank you, Roman. That's right, folks. It's time for the worst little quiz. Uh, we haven't done this in a little while, but um, Split Persona is brand new. Uh, shall we play with the manager, too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Everybody. Yes. Anthony's going to join us. We're going to do a truncated version. Every host gets one. And let's Big remember question. when answering, it's a truncated version. Okay. Yes. You get points for how fast you answer the question. Okay. Tight. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. I'll start out with who is your single greatest rock or musical influence? We'll start with the manager. Metallica. Dave Grohl. Eddie Van Halen. Downstairs, bass. Uh, uh, dance, Gavin, dance at the moment. Dave uh, Lombardo, Slayer. Nice. Right, right on, quick right on. and on That was it. very quick. You guys are efficient. <laughs> Anna, you want to go? Uh, yeah. Uh, dumbest thing you ever stole? Gum. Tic Tacs. Uh, a pin. A burrito. Nothing, because I'm a good boy. Ah. <laughs> Wholesome points. All right, Ian. Um, let's see. Uh, what is the first album that you bought with your own money? Black album. Foo Fighters, Sonic Highways. 1984. Eminem Recovery. Uh, Misfits, Static Age. All right, some good mix. Yeah. Mixes. It's a, that's a good chemistry right Not there. my favorite record, but still. Rick. What's the worst thing you witnessed in middle school? Uh, bathroom lighting on fire. Uh, a very short person being thrown over lunch table. Oh! <laughs> someone breaking their orbital bone in a fight. Ooh. Oh! I don't know. Someone uh, in the last day of eighth grade threw a stink bomb in like, the assembly, and it was terrible. People vomiting everywhere. Students were fighting, and uh, one accidentally clocked a teacher. Nice. Oh. Nice. Okay, you guys, so far my question was the best. Yeah. 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 yeah, you did. That one was a thinker. What uh, was your answer? Sorry, real quick, Ian. What was your answer to that? Which, oh, uh, someone lighting the bathroom on fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. All funny. great answers. You guys are uh, good quiz players. Yeah. yeah. Uh, became so, ready. Bam to rapid fire. Yeah. All right. Uh, my rapid fire is a new one. I thought about it yesterday. Kiss or the Ramones? Kiss. Ramones. 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 Kiss. Oh, okay. There you go. Jacob said kiss. All right. I'm out right now because I have to take the dog outside. Sorry. Okay. Keep going. Um, Who wins in the fight? Elvis or the Beatles? Elvis. The Beatles. There's more of them. That, that same point. Okay. Elvis. Sorry, I got to say Elvis. Elvis is cracked out, man. Come and on. Plus, it's the fucking Beatles. I love well, Elvis. Yeah, I mean, I mean didn't you see that new show, see, uh, Agent Elvis? Bro, I don't know. I feel like no. Ringo could scrap. Yeah, I mean, like the, the boys were from Liverpool, but... They, they got, got hard in Hamburg, tape, man. Like in Hamburg, they got hard, dude. All right, but I got one. I'm saying. All right, circumcised or not? Circumcised. Wait, circumcised. Circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> no trade backs. Are you asking for my preference or what I? Yeah, it's a preference. Either or. Your preference. Answer for both. Answer yeah. for both. Bass player. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it depends. For Mike. Uncut, broken, cut. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> buzz cut. <laughs> just to clarify, List everybody. Cut. <laughs> just a little trim. Uh, all right. So I'm was, back now. Was, was that cut all the way around? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Rick. Everybody's cut. But I am disappointed. <laughs> Amazing. Rick, what is your uh, your either rap? Oh, fire? do you? I think uh, it's yeah, like, enough. I yeah. think I think it's I think it's time for go for it, Rick. Yeah. You, okay. 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 <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather have a person of your choosing shit in your mouth or punch out a two year old? 
shit in my mouth. Fucking please. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Did you say punch out a two-year-old? Yes. Correct. Dude, I would punch a two-year-old for free. I don't care. <laughs> your turn. Wait your turn. <laughs> I'd say punch the two-year-old. They're too loud. Another two-year-old. I'm punching the toddler. All right. All right. All right downstairs. Sorry. Um, kiddo's getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, that's kind oh, of so that's I'm Anthony, the only freak here. Anthony, right? I, want know, I want you to know it's, a special, with a, it's a special. Per- no, it's a special person that cares that much about children. It's because yeah. I'm a dad. I yeah. Yeah. He's a dad. He's yeah. the only one with the kids. I know I have oh, a yeah. two-year-old. In. He's they just like shit. One more time, they won't be able to ask anything. <laughs> yeah. Perspective to the band. And Anthony, and Anthony, who is the person you would choose? For what? To shit in your mouth. Oh, um, uh, hi, Xander. You? Yeah, that's me. Wow, <laughs> I just want everyone to know Damn, that it Xander Mike? waved it down before you I did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, I'll do it. Guess what? I'll volunteer. I'll do it. Accident, I'll brother. If that's where it has to be, then that's where it has to be. I'll be there. Go uh, piss and shit in my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the podcast. Wow. That's for the after it's the wait, podcast. Wait till we're off the air. Do we have any more? It is really hard to think that's enough to total up. All right. Let me see, the computer has spit it out And it looks like Ah, fucking Xander took it again Anthony, you were robbed You were robbed Oh, thank you Xander, you have won a Worst Little Podcast patch And a Nowhere Nevada soundtrack Sweet Enjoy, I hope you have a CD player I do have a CD player, I got a tape player, I got an 8 track You name it, dude Oh, 8 track, fuck 8 track Sorry What's your best 8 track tape? Dueling banjos Nope (laughs) Sorry, yes it is That's yours, That's, that's your pick Mine is Doobie Brothers Oh yeah, that's what it's, uh, man, one with China Grove. Yeah, I was about to say it's the one with China Grove on it. That's the only reason I got it was to listen to China <laughs> Grove. Gang, gang, I'm gonna go gang. see them when they come here, man. Nice. I love the Doobie Brothers. How cool! I remember when they broke up the first time. Everybody took it pretty hard. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I'm glad they're back. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I get to see China Grove live. And weed is legal now, so the it Doobie is. Brothers don't have to worry about that. Nope. Yeah. That's actually what I said. I <laughs> they said I want to go to the Doobie too. Brothers just to smoke a Doobie at the Doobie Brothers. He did. He confided in me and said that. Yes. I doobie, did. doobie, doobie. <laughs> Not embarrassed about it at all. <laughs> that was the fastest quiz we've ever done. You're yeah. welcome. I'm so proud of us, It's you because you've been pumping us full of coffee, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same here. The coffee's great uh, at Dogwater Studio. Yeah, it really is. It's the best coffee shit. I've had in a while. Yeah, and hey, the best don't... part about it is that it's half-calf. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you no, but you can drink a ton it's of it and it's still give you something. No, there's there's the caffeine in there, and all the caffeine came from the Roasting House in Virginia City. Best oh, wow. roasting coffee place in the whole area. Shout wow. out to Jeremy. And uh, speaking of plugs and pluggables, um, if you guys want to help support our podcast, you can head on over to patreon.com slash worst little podcast, throw us $5 a month, and you get a special little show that you don't get to hear otherwise, where we get an extra song from the band and we bullshit and have a good time. Uh, You usually hear hear something that nobody else is going to hear besides those 12 people. Dude, on this this week's one, they not only played another song for us, but also we got a lot of shit talking about other people. Oh, (laughs) hella dirt. Do you want the shit talk? Dirty laundry on it air. It was five dollars. Sub to the Patreon. You divide that by four weeks. Jacob and Mike yeah. kissed. What's that? A dollar and a quarter. Release plan for dirty laundry. I don't know. That's fucking twenty five cents a, a work day. Yeah. That's all you have to pay to get, uh, to get an extra a, a, free extra little tracks, show yeah. and be fucking cool as fucking that's an nothing. exclusive club of cool motherfuckers. Right. Right. And that's uh, <clears throat> Patreon.com/slash Worst Little Podcast. Uh, yes. 
how about you guys? What what do you have pluggables? Well, where can we follow you guys on social media? What uh, where can we get some music from you? Well, we are on all platforms currently. So we're on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, you know, whatever you listen to, Napster even. We're on <laughs> you know, I always have to plug Napster, dude. Um, but we're on all social media, so by uh, Split Persona Official. So you can find us on Instagram. Bandcamp, too? Uh, we are on Bandcamp. Oh, I don't think I've we're updated on band- bands in town. Yeah, because I, I manage all of our social media. I haven't updated Bandcamp since 2020, so I probably should do that. But, what does your manager do? Uh, he <laughs> helps us He's push. moral support, and he carries my bass amp from point A to point B. He's security. He shakes our hand. I yeah. find opportunities the for them here and there. <laughs> He's like the everything the boys, man, just like I'm, I'm the everything man in this <laughs> and band. And you can too. shit in his mouth. He yeah. holds my yeah. dick while I piss. I'm their porter potty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <what's> <laughs> what's your cut? Port-a-sosa. My mouth is your communion. <laughs> that um, is the cut. He port-a-sosa. gets whatever's <laughs> left over after our digestion. Not portosos. Jesus fucking Christ. This went to a dark place. I'm sorry. The human centipede of bands. Oh, exactly. Oh, Dude, that. you know what's funny? Hot you know it's funny that you said that. Our logo is literally three heads all lined up just like that. Oh, oh shit. It yeah. is. Oh, it God. is. So that sticker yeah, and, it's and like, the drum head. It's yeah. a human centipede of a head. So. Oh. I will never unsee that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's a human head. You're not eating you asses. Head you're eating. It's a head of oh. so, uh, Each other's brains. Yeah. Yeah. Can, uh, it's a lot of peanuts and corn. Sander, man, I have that shit tattooed on me. Now yeah, I'm going to look at that. Also, one more thing we could plug is splitpersona.com. You could buy our merch there, all sorts of other things. We just put out some new designs. Awesome. Ooh, go, get your, go get your split persona gear. Is When's there a, uh, the next show you guys are playing? Next show that we're <laughs> playing is this Thursday at the Buena Vista House. It'll be our first. Okay, it's another house might second come out Thursday. But There's you know a chance. What? But you know what? I'll just plug the next venue show that we have, which okay. is with Will Schamberger at the Fallon Theater. Oh, nice. So excited to finally play with him, dude. We've been friends Fucking for a good sweet. year. So. Have you guys played that? Before that, no, okay. I've never been out to Fallon. So I wonder what it's excited. like if, like, everybody in town's just all we're fucking going. Ain't shit to do <laughs> oh, dude, that was I was about to us. say that was Urington when we played Urington. Like the whole fucking town came. Nice. It was insane. It was like all of their 150 population all showed up. What oh, date is happening? Is the Fallon show happening? Yes, that's the 22nd. 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 Yep, that would be awesome. Saturday. Yeah. yeah, when we played in Urington, we played at a at the youths. The center, the, yeah, the, the, the theater, Jan, uh, the, the Gene Deeney Theater, yeah, the Gene Deeney Theater, but a lot of history there remember too. That. Yeah, it was like a school it was in the 1920s. old schoolhouse. Yeah. It was an old schoolhouse. And then we got to play in the auditorium. It was, oh, it was also a speakeasy yeah. at yeah. one point. It was, yeah. I bet you would And I broke that. a radiator. Oh, yeah, Trey probably has like the sorry whole life story of that place. Yeah, we got we got a lot of lore that night. Yeah, <laughs> I always like to do. Dive into the venue's history or whatever, wherever we're playing. I just always like either that or history of the bands that we're playing with. I'll always mm-hmm. like chat up mm-hmm. everybody up and just be like, well, so how long have you been playing? Like, nice. Yeah. Whatever. Dude, you have one more great song for us to close out? I mean, we could always play another one. Let's we play, play Keep It. Yeah, let's do that. Well, let's before give... you do that, we teased that you had the greatest story that you saved for the last one. I was just about to say. I was just about to say. So I got I to gotta tell this one. And I, I, everybody downstairs and upstairs going to have to chime in fucking this. love Acuras. yeah you guys can thank me for this yeah this is a fun <laughs> one you can thank jacob for this story so um we were in la and we were playing at a venue called Genghis cohen yeah that was a fun venue so it's like full-blown chinese restaurant on one side like the lanterns on the ceiling and everything booths and whatever and then you go through these like double doors and it's a venue and it's a like pretty holland you know yeah, for reno about, people about, yeah it's about holland the size project. of holland project so you okay. go in there and you're, there's a venue stage is pretty you know holland project size so we get up there and we start playing and we're doing our thing and i remember i was talking about this yesterday i got kicked off the bar 
So like I said, I do all the front man stuff. I try to get everybody involved. So I go, I leave the venue part, go to the restaurant part with my wireless. And I get up <laughs> on top of the bar and the dude taps me on the leg with his pen. And he goes, get the fuck off my bar right now. And I was like, okay. He goes, but sick playing, dude. Oh, go no. back because they want to hear it we don't get the fuck back in there. I was like, all right and what's funny is the the agency that booked us there gravity bookings he posted that and he was like when the bar is the stage he made it like really fucking cool and i felt a lot better after but um we did that show and then we had this person that was kind of scouting us that night from a management company out there and she was like do you guys want to go to the rainbow room you know and keep eating and we all wanted to go to the rainbow room anyway because we hadn't been there as a band yet and that's like a you know, Motley Crue-esque. Stasi's like, been there. Well, first, you gotta go there at well, least first, once. Can I just Let add me, that at the end of our playing, when we were talking to this person, we uh, were also participating in a private party hosted by The Strokes. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good detail I that I almost that. forgot. Yeah, so the venue guy was like, hey, just so you know, you guys gotta get your shit out of here like ASAP when you're done because The Strokes have booked out the venue and they're throwing a disco party. And we were like, hell yes. Can we stay? And he was like, if you get your shit out of here, you can. I was like, fuck yeah. All right. So we got our stuff out of there, put it in the van. And at this point, we've decorated the van fully with like split persona stickers and all this other stuff. So it looks like a band van. You know, it's like it says split persona on it. It's a band van. So um, after Nick the made sh- that noise because you're going to get robbed. Oh, or pulled over. <laughs> no, it's, it's worse, worse than that. It's worse than both of them. Oh, no. Worse. Okay. So, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah so someone shit their pants in the van. No. <laughs> Even worse I wish that. that was the case. Yeah, me too. Dude, so, oh, my God. I would not. Uh. So after the show, we go to the Rainbow Room. We're eating pizza with this this lady. And we're, you know, she's, she's talking about how Dave Grohl's her neighbor and all this shit. And I'm sitting there like starry-eyed. Like, what about Dave? You know, like, right. all, sitting there and we're talking about stuff. She's talking about how long she's been in the industry. You know, we're kind of like getting excited because we're like, holy shit, you know, we might we might have something here. You know, mm-hmm. and this lady's really cool. And she liked us a lot. You know, she was like, you'd fit perfect, but you know, I gotta talk to all these other people to make it happen. So we were like, okay. By the way, talking as of today, 2023, hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah, so, she probably got so drunk in, she didn't even remember our band's name. Yeah, so. that was in 2022. That was oh, in she August. Was she was she was having a great time. Sounds like she tells a lot of people a lot of things. Well, you know, I don't know, but um, so after the show, we finish at the Rainbow Room. By the way, the f- worst news that night after the show was, holy shit, we just got an $80 parking ticket. <laughs> like, that's insane. Uh, yeah. So we get this off the van, and we're like, shit, we were like, and by the way, LA rules, dude, at Hollywood Boulevard, we were like probably a foot, less than a foot in the red curb, and that's why we got a ticket. And I was like, damn, dude. So uh, we get in the van, and Jacob's like, you know, I'll drive. You know, everybody else is super tired. The you know? one night on tour where I am the designated yeah, the driver, and I don't that, smoke weed yeah, or drink at no, all. No, and I, I was... I was just fucking exhausted. And I remember, you know, there was a dab pin being passed around a little bit. So I was like, you know what? It's not me. You know, whatever. And Mike had a couple drinks. So we were like, we're going to play it safe. Jacob, I was with him the whole night. Didn't do shit. So, and he was pissed about it. <laughs> he was like, he was dude. not happy. No, he was like, dude, I just want to go back to the hotel so I can smoke my pre-roll and go to sleep. I'm tired. <laughs> like, he was fucking pissed. But not he, we get it. in the van and we're, you know, we're shooting shit. We don't even put any music on. Like, our hotel was like eight minutes away. Mm-hmm. You know, Less than not, that, dude. It less was like than that. Yeah. a few blocks away. A few it was, blocks. It was, an, it was like a Best Western, but it was nice. So, yeah, we we're going back to this hotel. And, you know, Jake was behind the wheel. I'm in the front seat. We got Brogan and Mike in the back. And everybody's, you know, everybody's Everybody's hanging out, talking, having a good conversation. We get up to between La Brea Boulevard and Hollywood Boulevard, and the light wasn't a green arrow for us to turn left. It was a green light. So, you know, everybody that knows how to fucking drive knows that that's a yield. <laughs> that's not a fucking turn. Just go. You yeah, know what right. I mean? You don't just have the green light. 
So Jacob gets up to, and this is the best part of the story, right? Jacob, I think you can take it from here. Yeah, please uh, do. Yes. Yeah, you pulled up to the turn, and what what were the last words take you said before okay, we got fucking teeth? So I was like, oh, no. I was looking, you know, and looking back, I didn't think that how close they were going, like or how the close cars. they were to us, you know, at the time. And I was like, oh, we'll totally make this. I was like, these guys are going way too fast. They could lick my butthole, and I, I yeeted it. And yeah, then, and he's boom said, right oh. away. Yeah, boom, we got, we got hit. We got I was hit like, by an. Black Acura that was going probably fifty miles an hour, and we were going probably. It's like a tw- it's a twenty five zone. Yeah, it was a twenty five, and he fucking blasts through us, and we go rolling, and well, we don't roll the van. Sorry, we roll our we slid. Yeah, we slid into the curb on the other side of the road. Smacked another. And I remember truck. the moment that it happened. Uh, the only person that yelled or said anything was Brogan. He just went ah, you know, he just yelled. Yeah, Mike was. I'm a dumbass, and I didn't wear my seatbelt, so I just flew right into Brogan. He flew right oh, into Brogan. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Is that worse. why you yelled? Um, yeah. Probably. That's what I could have been. And what's squish. funny is, I think this is the best part. Uh, right before we left, I thought, maybe we should put a dash cam in. Just to have it. Yeah, let's put a dash cam in. So I put one in right before we left. Whoa. And, and we have the footage of it, too. We can watch it. We watch it and laugh at it all the time. Or you could make it f- uh, some part of your music video or something. That we were thinking that. I wrote a song when we <laughs> got crazy. home out of fucking pure frustration and anger about the whole situation. <clears throat> it named it La Brea, you know, after the street that we crashed on. So after it had happened, uh, the dude with the Acura, he was fucking pissed. He gets out of his car. His car's totaled. Um, and we also rolled into another car and scraped the side of this dude's truck real fucking I think bad. we knocked out like his right side headlight. Yep, we knocked out his headlight and whatever, but the t- the city of L.A. tow trucks show up and they just move us out of the way. They don't tow us to wherever we need to go. He just moves us out of the way. And we were sitting there. The tow truck apparently couldn't find us on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> the corner for 11, of Hollywood Boulevard and La Brea. For 11 hours. What? Let me so, let me chip in as well and say that LAPD took about an hour to get there. Yep. I remember Xander was on the phone like fucking yelling at the dispatcher like, like we're in a fucking accident like we're in the track. middle of the road. We need somebody here right now to help us out and they were like, "Well, just exchange insurance and go home." It's over. We like can't. we can't do it. There's nothing we can do. And I was like, "All right." And I just hung up on 911. Wow. I was like, "Fuck you." I was pissed. So after all that had happened, we're moved to the side and whatever. We have our hazards on all night, so all night, so it killed our fucking battery. So we couldn't even start it or anything. And all of our gear is in the van. In the van, and uh, out of all the stuff that could have broken or whatever, it was my brand new Starcaster that I just uh... neck completely snapped in half. And uh, what we did in the morning, because um, we slept there, we slept on the side of the road for mm. fucking, and it wasn't even on the side of the road, it was like next to a building. Like we were in the middle of downtown LA, so yeah. we were sleeping in, on the side of the road. And this is, this is the funny part, just to bring everybody back up, Mike and Jacob were wearing matching black and red striped spandex. <laughs> <laughs> and I, Mike's mom hates me because I don't have a picture of him curled up on the side of the road in his Motley Crue shirt and his fucking spandex. <laughs> so that image will right never leave my mind. No, never. it will never let leave me, mine either. Let me just say, that was probably the best nap I have ever had in my life. Yeah. <laughs> on God, just sitting there with the traffic in LA just zooming past your yeah, ears, man. just putting you to sleep so, like a lullaby. So after that had oh, happened, um, we all... Eventually, I, I'm on the phone with AAA. I'm on the phone with all these different people. And I'm just like, all right, let's just get in the van and sleep. Let's just mm-hmm. sleep it off. So we get in the van. We're just sleeping. And then we wake up at 7 in the morning to the tow truck driver calling me again and saying, I can't fucking find you guys. And I'm like, I don't know how you can't. We're, on the, we're right next to the Roxy. It's like walking <laughs> distance. Like, how can you not find us? And this dude could not find us until 11 in the morning. And it had happened at 2.30 in the morning. 
So we were there for quite a while. Jesus. Yeah. And eventually it took us, eventually we were just like, fuck it, we have to get home somehow. You know, we have to get back. So we rented a car, took it all the way back up to Reno with all our personal items and all of our clothes and whatever. We get back to Reno same day. By the way, I'm the one who drove. What'd you all do with your gear? That's right. So we Shout out just, to Xander's parents. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. So, so my parents... As we're coming up, they're going down with a trailer to go pick up all of our stuff, like, next day. You know, my mom was on a – she was I, – I don't know where she was, but she was on a trip, and she had just gotten back that night, and she was already back on the road mm-hmm. doing something else. So um, my parents went all the way down to Bakersfield. That's where we had it towed, and that is how we got – that is the little hidden thing and do it again. The girl in Bakersfield is our van. <laughs> so that's a little hidden, like, takeaway, but um, – yeah, we had it towed to Bakersfield, and then it was towed. The tow driver, tow truck driver, put it on a red curb and blocked the entrance to the mechanic. Oh so my God. he had, and it had no battery life, so it couldn't start. They couldn't like move it or anything. So they literally called us and they said, "You have twelve hours to get this van out of the way, or else we will impound it." Yeah, so and the no wheel choice. was the uh, tire was fucked too, so we couldn't yeah, the have tire just, like, was completely broken. And the, by the way, the the prediction for how much it was going to cost was nine grand. Oof. And we paid three. For right. It. So yeah. we were like, fuck it. You know, whatever. It's a loss. Yeah. So there was a charity in Bakersfield that like takes salvaged vehicles and, you know, like broken vehicles and whatever. So I, the next, literally the day after we got back, I had to sign the title off to the charity. And the last picture, I still have the picture. Um, and it's the van on a new tow truck being towed away. And we had a big barcode on the back that had right, right to our Instagram. Mm. Some dudes was walking on the street, scanned the barcode texted the band like right to us on Instagram and said RIP and, like, yeah. and he was yeah. like this is probably the last picture you're gonna have of it it's getting towed away right now and I was like yeah oh. and it was fucking sad I cried for weeks yeah because of that it was shout terrible. out to your mom Xander she but, made me feel so much better she's like yeah accidents happen that's why they're called accidents and yeah but your mom you know, really calmed me down a lot yeah you accidents do happen but do accidents always happen when you ask them to lick your butthole first <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know about Maybe a little cocky not. there's a little bit of an extra confidence in that accident Lick but my we, butthole. Uh, we laugh about it now. Oh, uh, yeah. If you go to our merch site, actually, yep. like one of the shirts at the top of the page is uh, a picture we got of the van on La Brea Boulevard. Nice. Um, Completely trashed and beaten. And it's captioned and it says, We, we let, let the, the bass, bass player drive. drive. Yeah, I swear <laughs> to God. He hated it when I first I pitched it. I was like, Hey, since we can put out like merch now, should we do this? And he was like, You wouldn't do it if it was any of you guys. I'm like, Are you kidding me? I would do it if it was yeah, any of you. Here's the thing, us, you know, anything. I should have thought about that so shirt funny. before I said lick my butthole and got us in a fucking van. Dude, the there, next so. one should be another picture of the van and then in parentheses, lick my butthole. Just at the top. <laughs> Dude, yes, that should be a, a new Dropping design. tonight. But you gotta say, you gotta admit uh, that's mostly funny if it's the bass player or the drummer. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Absolutely. So thank God it was. He was me. drumming on the wheel, and then we fucking <laughs> plowed. Yeah. yeah. Good job, uh, Jacob. Really. Well, fuck yeah. Let's hear uh, another track from y'all and uh, get on out of here. Who's yeah. fucking yeah. alarm is going on? Yeah, these alarms going on. I think that's the the show needs to end. Alarm. So uh, I'm going to close. That it was out. actually you guys my bad. Place our, our, uh, get, uh, All right. Our uh, outro. So let's uh, do it. For uh, Reverend Rory, for Dogwater Dick, Anna, Ian, Kim, fucking Percy, the dog. Did I forget anybody? Chewbacca. Chewbacca, who couldn't be with us this week. I am Nick Ramirez saying, life is short. We love you. Thank you, Split Persona, for coming on the show today. Life is short. Don't lick bubbles. Hey, thank you so much for having us. And also, don't crash vans. (laughs) 
Life will hit you like a black accurate sometimes. They don't get caught. The instant karma's real. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Thank you. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass.
And by the way, there's a name for you ladies, but it isn't used in high society. Darkwater Studios. Outside of a kennel. I don't fucking care.